Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Your home for the best Ravens coverage. It's time for News from the Nest with Vinny and Haney. Sponsored by Hillside Lawn Service, the experienced lawn care specialists. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan here on this featured artist Friday. It's George Benson, but it's also a football Friday. Ravens hosting the first place Detroit Lions, 1 o'clock MT Bank Stadium. Ravens' first home game. Since September the 24th, Mike McDonald, Ravens defensive coordinator, met with the media yesterday, and he talks about their starting quarterback, Jared Goff. Yeah, I don't remember when he turned around. He's always been really good. I mean, I remember when uh, those guys came out here, I think it was in 18, and we practiced against them, and it was, uh, it was an impressive operation. And uh, what, spoke, what I remember was him was just he was extremely accurate. And so um, you watch him now, and, and that definitely is consistent. But uh, total control of their offense, and um, it seems like his eyes are always right. He always knows where he wants to go with the football. So it's going to be a point of emphasis to try to you know, make him not as comfortable as he's been the last few weeks. 69.5 per completion percentage, 11 touchdowns, three picks, quarterback rating of 105.1. And uh, McDonald was talking about Vinny when he was with the Rams. Remember, right. they had the joint practices with the Ravens out there at Owings Mill. Yeah. And the, the thing about in what Mike was talking about, McDonald, you know, he knows he knows the offense inside and out. You know, he knows where everybody's going to be, where they're supposed to be, what they're supposed to do. So there's not a lot of hesitation there. So he's getting the ball out quick. Why he's only been sacked 10 times. And he's really hot right now. And what do you you can't let a guy like that just sit and be comfortable. He's going to tear you apart. Don't care who you are. And that's why, you know what Mike was says we've got to got to make a move. So I, I think I think we're going to see, especially like if they're front four, you know, because it seems like they kind of try it with four, then okay, then no, then all of a sudden we start seeing different guys coming. So I, I think because they got a pretty decent offensive line, I think we're going to Queen is going to be, I think coming in the backfield a lot. Now we're going to get into the stat breakdown coming up here in about. 40 minutes or so, but the Lions have done a lot of good things offensively. And Mike McDonald was asked, what sticks out about them on the offensive side of the football? It's a lot. I guess the first word that I would say is multiple and balanced. Able to get to a lot of things easily with their personnel, being able to move guys around, using all their pieces. I think their run game uh, mixes all the, you know, the zone and the, and the gap world mixed with under center. You know, they're very explosive with the under center play action pass. 
you know, then you couple that with the drop back game and being able to get guys in space and find matchups and things like that. They definitely do that. And what they like to do a lot too is they'll have three tight ends in there and they'll run play action pass and he's taking a shot. And they may only send two guys, you know, but the their sole reason to have all that protection is take a shot. And they're going to do that a couple times during the game. They're going to have max protect and take a deep shot. It's been 8 Haiti, 1057 The Pan News from the Nest here on this featured artist Friday, Football Friday. Ravens three-point favorites at home against the Lions coming up at 1 o'clock Sunday at T Bank Stadium. Jadavian Clowney, we've heard from him. We've heard John Harbaugh talk about Jadavian Clowney. He has three and a half sacks, two last week in London against Tennessee. Here's Mike McDonald talking about the veteran. Getting to know him, his enthusiasm, his love for the game, I think that's what makes him fit in here so well. And uh, just his overall energy, you know, to what you said. It's just, uh, it's, uh, you know, it's uh, contagious. And you got a bunch of guys in that room that love football, and they're fun to coach. And I, I didn't know that about um, Clowney, that, you know, he loves football and is passionate about it. Because you wouldn't think that because he misses a lot of time and, you know, practice time and stuff. But, uh, no, I mean, that's good to hear because that, that's definitely, you know, what a lot of the Ravens type, you know, I mean, um, Roquan Smith, I'm, I'm guessing if you're in a locker room and you're not talking ball or something else, uh, you know, then he, not, he ain't talking to you. Let me ask you this, Vinny. Without him, where would their pass rush be right now? Non-existent. Where it be because, Bob, not only is he getting, you know, I mean, last week he got sacks, but the pressures that he's getting – you know, into the court and making the quarterback do do other things and pulling it down. And that's what, you know, he may not get a sack against golf, but if he can get golf to pull the ball down and move, that's almost just as successful. By the way, Adape Owe back at practice fully yesterday, so that means all systems go, we assume, for him Sunday against the Lions. Lions can run the football, minus David Montgomery, by the way. But Jameer Gibbs, he's going to be a go. Here's Mike McDonald talking about one of the league's better running games. I see them as two kind of independent type plays. So whatever kind of world we're living in, front structure with coverage concepts we're playing, you know, you want to best marry your chance to win the play if it's a run with with the, the set they're creating and then also, you know, the play action concepts that they're building off of it. So um, it's a play-by-pay, you know, type of idea on, on how we're trying to defend it. Yeah, so what he's saying, Bob, is is they're trying to defend kind of, I think, what the analytics tell them that they think that they're going to run, you know, on that play. That's how he's going to make his call to what they've done in past history by their formations and stuff. I mean, if they got three tight ends in there, you know, then they're probably playing run heavy and with shots throwing it deep. Are there similarities to this Detroit offense to accentuate the strengths of golf? compared to what McVay was running when they were going to Super Bowls and playoffs with him. I think this Ben Johnson, the coordinator, if I'm not doesn't he have some West Coast ties, you know, with Shanahan, McVay, Green Bay, somebody in that family, you know, I was I was thinking that he did. Yeah, it possibly because we heard that there is a lot of similarities here in yeah, familiarity. Because it, yeah, because I I think I heard Rich Gannon or somebody talking about it, Bob, that, you know, when he came here, you know, it's basically the run in the same offense that he had in L.A. But I, I don't, I don't, you know, these young coordinators and stuff, I don't, I don't know them. 
and their backgrounds and stuff, but um, golf is not, you know, I mean, he's gotten better. He's gotten better. Now, for the Ravens to get wins here, or at least a win against the Lions, got to get at it. And the Ravens, 24 sacks, among the best in the National Football League. But through the first six games, Mike McDonald, how about that sack party you got going on there? I don't know if I have a theory about it. You know, I I, um, I, th- I think as a staff, the, the first lens you're looking at is uh, what puts us in the best position to win the down and ultimately get them stopped, to, you know, to win the game. Um, and I think as you're, you're building a, a system and, and a game plan, uh, like I had mentioned on a question a few weeks ago, you're trying to uh, have the ability, you know, to bring it from any side at any given point in time. And I think then when you're able to do that, it's kind of like an offense that says, like, hey, you got to defend the width of the entire field. Um, yeah, with he's going to have to. He's going to have to defend, uh, just like with, you know what Todd Munkin talks about. You got to defend the width of the entire field, and that's what they want to do. They they want to be able to they want to be able to spread you out, and they also want to be able to pack it in tight and run the ball on you. So I mean, it's it is it's it's kind of a tough thing for because they're so good at throwing and they're good at running statistically right now. So it's a this is going to be a huge challenge. And Bob, looking up uh, Ben Johnson, you know he was with the. Dolphins a lot. And then that that was um he uh, the old Joe Philbin, Green Bay. He was with him at Miami and um Campbell was there too. But Joe Philbin is West Coast offense guy. So I'm I'm sure there's a lot of same type terminology. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. And then finally, Patrick Queen. What a year he's had so far. And here's Mike McDonald talking about what Patrick Queen does to make himself so awesome. I'd spoken to this uh, sooner, but just um, getting to know him, his enthusiasm, his love for the game, I think that's what makes him fit in here so well. And uh, just his overall energy, you know, to what you said. It's just, uh, it's, uh, you know, it's uh, contagious. And you got a bunch of guys in that room that love football, and they're fun to coach. Now that was Patrick Queen. He was to, or yeah, Queen sounded like the same thing he said about Clowney. I mean, everybody loves football. Apparently. Yeah, but the, the thing know. is, is Bob, when you're watching him play, you can see he's passionate about it. I mean, it it looks like now if you watched him, Norm, if you watch him play and you watch Bateman play, they're like polar opposites. Who Queen? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, he looks like he's having fun, energetic, and you watch Bateman, and it looks like you know. He doesn't want to be there. It's like he knows I'm running around and nothing's going to come of it. Yeah, it's like it's like when I was a receiver at Iowa. It's like when I was a receiver at Iowa State, you know, and Dwayne Crutchfield was going to carry the ball 45 times, and we were never going to get a pass. And they, you know, and we'd be running around like, yeah, okay. Fitting at 8105 the fan. Let's count that weekend money, can we? With buy or sell, we'll talk about the sports stories of this weekend as well. Dave Perquette from the Detroit Pre Press. He's going to talk about the Lions coming to Baltimore at 5 and 1 and undefeated on the road and the renaissance here of Jared Goff. We got a stat breakdown of the two teams. Got NFL lunch coming up at 1 o'clock. And then the most exciting part of our week. Picks. Two of us were right last night. One of us. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This was wrong. Are you buying? Great cash, homie. Or are you selling? I'm not going to buy into that crap. Sponsored by Window Nation. There's so much to love about the fall, especially the return of Window Nation's best offer of the year. Get two windows free for every two you buy. Plus, pay nothing for two years. Call 866-90NATION or online at windownation.com. 1057 The Fan. 1057 The Fan. Lot going on. World of Sports. Ravens taking on the Lions coming up Sunday. MT Bank Stadium. You got the championship series going on. Major League Baseball, epic college football game tomorrow. Ohio State, Penn State, a game you can hear. 105.7, the Fed, and so much other things to get into. And we will, best we can. But right now, count that cash by yourself. Yeah, we ain't counting any money, Bob. The Dow's down 172. The S&P's down 38. NASDAQ is down 164. DraftKings is down 50 cents. Under Armour's down a nickel. Start here in the NFL with Kyler Murray, who returned to the practice field yesterday. First time since tearing his ACL last December. And that opens his 21-day window for him to be activated or placed back on the 53-man roster. The Cardinals remain a bottom feeder in the league. They've played some teams close, but at the end of the day, they are 1-5 and and still very much in play for that top overall pick. And that leads a lot of people to wonder, could they be in the quarterback market again for the third time in six years, taking a quarterback early in the first round? But Vinny Byersell, the Cardinals will slow play Murray's return in an effort to keep losing. I, I'm going to sell that because I think they need to find out if he's the guy. That's what they need to find out. And for them, I mean, they paid him. So they're better off if he is the guy, then they can, you know, draft other positions. So I kind of got a funny feeling he may play against the Ravens. That'd be a quick turnaround. Uh, we'll go Two over weeks. To, He's got right. a three-week window. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll go over to the NBA here. A lot of shuffling went on in free agency this offseason. Also some trades, but new super teams being formed, or at least the stronger teams getting even stronger. Who will have the top offense? A preseason power ranking list from NBA writer Sam Quinn has the defending champion Nuggets as his top offense heading into the season. But what about the new look Celtics or even the Suns adding Bradley Beal and others? 
really no weak spots when you look at those two starting fives. Bob, are you buying or selling that the Nuggets will have the top offense this year? Uh, I'll buy it. Why not? Why am I going to disagree with that guy? Because Jamal Murray is now what he was before the knee injury that was suffered three years ago. We saw glimpses of that in a big way during the playoffs last year. But Boston, man, question is, how does the zinger fit in? Because he was the guy with the Wizards. He's not going to be the guy in Boston. And then Phoenix, Beal's going to have to acquiesce to Booker, high-volume guy, and certainly Durant. Let's go with the Nuggets. Why not? And Michael Porter's due for a breakout year, I think. Back to the NFL and the Steelers. Their lackluster offense could use any boost it could get right now, and they'll gladly welcome Deontay Johnson back to the practice field this week. Not exactly prime Jerry Rice getting back on the field for them, but besides George Pickens in that offense, you really don't have any other threats, so they'll take anybody. Johnson played in week one before he got injured in that game. Pretty heavily used, six receptions for 48 yards, not a bad day. But uh, by or sell, Vinny, his presence could get things going for uh, Kenny Pickett and company. I'm going to sell it. Yeah, well, you know, just because Matt Canada's still calling the plays, that's the problem. Ooh. Um, so, um, I don't think uh, it'll help, but it's not the answer. No hope for Pittsburgh. Didn't he go touchdownless last year, Johnson? If I'm I not believe mistaken? he did. Eight hundred yard year, something like that. Underwhelming yeah, overall. I probably uh, had eight hundred eight hundred yards and drops too. Right. Yeah. Well, Bob, you brought this up a little bit earlier. A nice. new crop of managers, executives, and even umpires are now eligible for the Baseball Hall of Fame in 2024. The Veterans Committee, or ERA vote, whatever they want to call it these days, will decide who makes it out of this crop. Among the candidates, you mentioned longtime umpire Joe West. What? Cowboy Joe West. Uh, certainly country Joe West. Or Cowboy. Yeah, because he, like, he played country and Western music. Right. Maybe he did that better than umpiring, but (laughs) certainly one of the more recognizable umpires in the game up until his 2021 retirement. And he does hold the record for most games officiated in league history, including six World Series. Only 10 other umpires in the Hall of Fame right now, most of them from the uh, early 1900s or even the late 1800s, it seems. But uh, are you buying or selling that uh, cowboy country Joe West We'll join them someday. Ah, good. Personally, if I had a vote, I'm selling. And by the way, he does go by both, which is annoying in and of itself. But who knows? Maybe he does get in. This guy was confrontational. Oh, yeah. He sucked back when he was a young cowboy slash country Joe West. Wasn't he a big guy, Bob? He got Mm -hmm. bigger as he got (laughs) older, like we all do, except for Nolan. I don't see this guy ever gaining a pound. But uh, country Joe West, cowboy getting in the Hall of Fame, unfathomable. Ken Singleton's not in the Hall of Fame, but country Joe West might be. What kind of crazy world are we living in, ladies and gentlemen? Lasting Dave memory Parker's of, uh, not a whole right. You got me. We're about to tear papers up. I knew that was going to happen. Yes. Uh, we'll close with this one here. Uh, stop me if you've heard this before, but a wide receiver is not happy with their workload. This time it's Devontae Adams. Uh, spoke on his two-reception performance against New England. Now, the Raiders, they did win that game, but if you ask Adams how he feels about it, he says it's not just about wins and losses for him. He wants his touches. He wants his stats uh, legacy, I think, or long-time impact was the words he used. And he is still on pace 
uh, for well over 1,300 yards. Uh, he is on pace for more receptions than last season even, but apparently it's not enough. Vinny, buy or sell, when it's all said and done, uh, Adams will be named first-team All-Pro for the fourth year in a row. Um, I'll sell it. I'll sell it just because they're going to be bad. You know, and I think, you know, some other guys that are winning teams, players will vote for more than more than Adams. Now, Bob, when you heard what he said, and Norm, what, when you can, I mean, I was like up and down. I was like, you know, I mean, because he kind of contradicted himself when he talked, you know, I want the ball. You know, it was like me, me, and then like, okay, you know, I want to win too, but he doesn't say that at the beginning. He wants to win. I just want to play great. Right. He says, uh, I'm sure people are thinking they won the game. Why is there an issue? Right. Goes on to say why it's an issue. Y'all should know who I am, know what I'm about at this point. When you're a player like me, mentally, my benchmark is not wins and losses. It's greatness. Oh, yeah. That's very... uh narcissistic of him but no jimmy g right isn't no. he missing mm-hmm. the game this week aiden o'connell i believe will be the quarterback. Or, uh, no or hoyer hoyer could be hoyer they, they haven't decided yes. yet could be one or the other oh my god what is are we losing control of reality here by the way mary Kay cabot reporting today that that uh, deshaun watson looks like a go well, well, we heard for, that before. For week seven against the Colts. But two days ago, Watson himself said he had no idea when he was going to come back. Looks like he'll be playing against Indy this coming Sunday. Maybe Miles Garrett went, listen, dude, you know, come yeah. on. How much do you make? Yeah. Where's the and, calculator? And, and I, I was walking in a boot and I could play. <laughs> Dave Burkett's going to be joining us next. Detroit Free Press talking about the Lions. They're 5-1. and one. They're undefeated on the road there in Baltimore. What has been the key to this team in, what, two and a half short years going from also rants to contenders? He'll explain that. we got a stat breakdown of the Ravens and Detroit. NFL lunch coming up at 1 o'clock. And then we'll do our picks. We're going to pick this week's NFL games from Week 7, Week 8 college football. Some very interesting college football matchups. Terps are off this week, licking their wounds after losing to Illinois last week. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Your 
Baltimore Sports Information Station, 1057 The Fan. Hey, Handy, 1057 The Fan. Featured Artist Friday, George Benson. Chosen by you, the people. Anything you want to hear from him, send your song request. Plot Sport Tax Line at 410-583-1057. Bob Haiti, Vinny Serrato, Ravens Lions coming up 1 o'clock, MT Bank Stadium. Ravens' first home game since September 24th when they lost in overtime to the Colts. Ravens are three point favorites in this ball game. Here to preview it from a Detroit perspective. Joining us on the WGK Law Guest Hotline from the Detroit Free Press, let's welcome in Dave Burkett. Dave, good afternoon. Thanks for joining us here on 105.7 The Fan in Baltimore. Yeah, what's going on, fellas? How are you? We're doing all right, man. Appreciate the time. And our uh, Lions are 3-0 on the road, coming into Baltimore, having won in Kansas City at Lambeau, and then last week at Tampa. So as we look at that team and the way they're put together, why are they uh, unfazed by playing away from Ford Field? They've been really good on the road this year. You're right. And look, I mean, part of it is their fans travel really, really well. I mean, all three of those games by the end of the, uh, by the end of the game, it was, it was just Lions fans left in the stadium. And I'm talking, you know, 10,000 or more Lions fans that were, were making quite the ruckus. So that's part of it. But you know, the, the reality is they've just built a really good complete roster and they're capable of running the ball and throwing the ball on offense. And they, they do a great job shutting down the run and, you know, I think Dan Campbell has said this before that um, some of the, you know, the, the heartache that they've gone through home, road, wherever it's been um, over the last couple of years has really steeled this team for sort of what it's dealing with now. Hey, Dave, your opinion of their pass rush? Yeah, I think it's it's solid. I mean, it's it's because other than know, other than Hutchinson, who are you really getting, you know, that you can count on that he can right. win a one on one battle? No, I was going to say, you know, it's it's solid. It's it's not the the strength of their defense. I mean, I think right now they're they're best at shutting down the run and this is sort of a strength on strength matchup in that regard. You know what what Aiden does really well is, I mean, the guy plays, you know, he's playing ninety percent of the snaps or more every game, and and he goes hard every single time. He's relentless. You know, he picks up some of those sacks from, you know, maybe he's rushing inside or just the pursuit that he has, staying after it on a play. I mean, he he's a really good player and and does a lot of things for that defense, but. You know, they don't have a Micah Parsons. They don't have a Bosa, you know, Miles Garrett. And, you know, there's there's not a, a ton beyond Aiden in terms of, you know, top-line guys that jump out. But they do have a really good unit that works well together. John Kaminsky's a guy who, you know, very unselfish with his pass rush. And, you know, I think the way that some of those guys play it, it's sort of, you know, the uh, the sum is greater than the parts. Now, Dave, they've had in in the past, they've had trouble with running quarterbacks. What do you see them doing? you know, to try to uh, stop Lamar Jackson? Because I'm guessing the Ravens are going to spread him out and, and because of the, the run defense, the Ravens are going to have to throw it more. And then I think Lamar is, you know, still going to have to take off and run. Yeah, well, one thing the, um, you know, the Lions have done this year is they, they, they've changed a little bit of their, they play a lot more zone with their linebackers. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and, and certainly that helps keep an eyes on a, a quarterback like Lamar. Uh, I wouldn't expect that to change much, you know, this game. And, you know, really you go back to um, the last time they played, and I know Lamar finished with 50 or 60 yards rushing, but really the Lions did a pretty good job on him until the very end of that game. I think he had one long run, 30 yard or something like that. So, um, you know, overall it's just a, it's a better run defense. Brian Branch, their rookie, you know, the slot cornerback that they have has been really good against the run this year. And so, 
um, they'll definitely be in tune. They know, you know, that as, as much as this offense may have changed, the Ravens' offense may have changed, and, and you know, they want Lamar to throw the ball a little bit more. You know, I think the Lions, to a man this week, have all said, like, this thing that we have to be wary of is, is not letting Lamar kill us with his legs. So that's something they're still very conscious of. Now, who do you anticipate not playing? Because Branch didn't play against Tampa, and Will yeah. Harris was in there when I was watching the film, and that was a big difference. Yeah, Branch will be back. You know, he said as much uh, yesterday. You know, Jameer Gibbs will be back. You know, the only players are going to be without are David Montgomery, who's a big loss. That's their, their best running back, you know, between the tackles. Just sort of plow horse, you know, can can run you over and, and has done some really good things for the Lions this year. And Jonah Jackson, their left guard. So, other than that, you know, they've, they've got a little bit better health. And, you know, specifically those two rookies and, and Branch and Gibbs are both going to be back on the field this week. Now, Dave, the safeties look like they get their eyes in the backfield some. I mean, if that would have been Tom Brady, they would have had, uh, you know, a 90-yard touchdown and probably a 70-yard touchdown. Well, no, you're right. I mean, that was – it's funny, you know, they – you know, the Lions came out of that that game last week. It was the second time they've they've held an opponent without a touchdown this year. And I think I gave their defensive backs like a C-plus or something in my my grades. And not that those mean anything, but but you hit the nail on the head. You know, Baker Mayfield had three or four chances to throw the ball downfield, and he missed a receiver or just the ball got tipped at the line of scrimmage. And and so they they definitely missed the chance at some big plays. And, look, you know – Kirby Joseph, the the one early on where Mike Evans was running deep, it turned into an interception, right. got tipped at the line of scrimmage. He was just trying to make a play on the ball, and I know, you know the Lions need to be, and they've they've stressed this with some of those guys just being a little more disciplined, right? That that uh, you know don't don't let anyone behind you, and I think that's a big emphasis this week is because Lamar can extend these plays with his legs. Don't get caught up chasing him. You have to make sure that no one's getting behind you because he's liable to sling it downfield too. Now, Dave, do you th- do you see a game plan because the Ravens are good against a run too and Gibbs you know Gibbs is more of an outside speed type guy do you see them kind of similar run passes last week with Tampa where 22 runs 44 passes well I think you know last week what happened with is that was that was really predicated a lot on how Tampa was playing the Lions you know they were they were stacking that box early and the Lions really went to the pass and you know even late in the game you know Dan Campbell had said that you know, they needed to kill some clock, and they had to do it an unconventional way and throwing the ball a little bit because Tampa was, was so good against the run just the way that they were playing. Um, you know, I will say the, the one thing that, that they've said is that even though it's going to be Gibbs instead of Montgomery shouldering the load, you know, they don't anticipate changing, you know, what they do best, the way they run the ball best. And we'll see if that, you know, if that you know holds up because, yes, Jameer Gibbs much better on the perimeter than he is between the tackles. But you go back to that first game against Kansas City, I think Gibbs broke six tackles um, on running plays. So he, he maybe has a little more power than he's given credit for being a, being a littler guy. Dave Burkett joining us here, Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Detroit Free Press, Lions in town, taking on the Ravens. Ravens three-point favorites. Battle of first-place teams on Sunday at 1 o'clock. Garrett Goff, quarterback rating over 100, almost 70% completion rate. When the trade was made a couple years ago, he comes over from the Rams. It was like he was gatekeeping, it seemed, from that perspective nationally, Dave. Now here he is as the air quotes franchise quarterback watching him evolve from two years ago to where he is now has been like what for the fan base and certainly for the media who covers the team 
it, it wasn't just nationally that people thought that, you know, it was locally. People sort of said, well, okay, this is, you know, he's the bridge guy. Like, who are we going to draft? When, when are the Lions going to get someone in here? And, you know, even after that first year, I mean, you start 0-10-1 and, and golf had some turnover issues that first year. Um, the thing that's really changed midway through last year, he stopped turning the ball over. And, you know, he's got three interceptions in his last 17 games. And when you play football like that, when you're making, you know, some of the, the plays that he is off play action, I mean, he's, he's really good at play action. And I know the Lions have said this week, hey, don't forget about the drop back, right? That's where, really where he's improved the most. But they get their big plays off, off the play action. And, you know, Jared is really, really good about some of his play fakes and the way they run the ball has really helped them execute some of that. And so, you know, Jared has. I, I think he is in line for a, a, a major contract extension here at some point in the relatively near future. Um, you know, no one thinks he's a bridge quarterback anymore, and he's probably going to be in the MVP, you know, talk yep. at the end of the season, the way the Lions are playing. So I don't know that, you know, Tua or somebody in Mahomes, there's, there's going to be someone that probably wins it, not named Jared Goff, but Goff is playing well enough, and the Lions are a good enough team that he's, he's meriting that, that talk. Hey, Dave, um, have you guys asked Aiden Hutchinson about the spying that's going on next door over at Michigan? I'm sure that, you know, there, there's a lot of talk on the talk shows in in, Ar- in Detroit this week. Yeah, that kind of came out yesterday after we got done in the locker room. So I don't I don't think anyone uh, has brought that up with Aiden yet. I, I did ask Dan Campbell about that a little bit today, just in terms of, like, you know, what, what happens in the NFL, right? How do you shield yourself from – from, you know, opponents stealing your, your signals and what you do to do it. And he said, yeah, look, everybody does it, right? Everybody, you know, we got guys that look at the TV copies and you try to marry it up with what you see and, you know, everyone's got their dummy calls. So certainly goes on uh, everywhere. You're trying to gain every little edge that you can. But, you know, the Michigan situation uh, is definitely something that uh, that's blowing up here in Detroit. Dave, who's winning Sunday starting at 1 o'clock, M&T? Look, I uh, – you know, I, I'm picking the Ravens. I think it's going to be a really close game. I mean, I, the Lions have been excellent on the road this year, 3-0, and as you mentioned it, and they've got a defense that travels. But it's it's hard to win five games in the NFL, and the Lions have won four straight by double digits. So I don't put that past them. But ultimately, I think, you know, being on the road, um, again, a second straight week against a really good team, the best team that they've faced since week one and probably the best team they're going to face until Dallas, you know, in week 17, I think that probably nips them. And, look, just judging by the history – Justin Tucker did it a couple years ago. He did mm-hmm. it, you know, the, the time before that with a long field goal. So I'm taking Justin Tucker on a on a kick to beat the Lions by, you know, one or two points. Dave Burkett, Detroit Free Press. Dave, appreciate your time. Enjoy Baltimore, and we'll talk to you down the road. Thanks, Dave. Sounds good. We'll see yep. you guys Sunday. There's Dave Burkett, everybody. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. When we come back, stat breakdown, two first-place teams. What do the numbers say about Sunday's matchup? NFL lunch coming up at 1 o'clock. Look back at last night's game, Jacksonville winning in New Orleans. There was a drop in the end zone. That was catastrophic for the New Orleans uh, quest for victory. Then we'll get to our picks. They should be fun and exciting because they always are. Vinny and Haney crunch the numbers. Sunday Stats Preview, 105.7 The Fan. Two first-place teams getting it on this Sunday, 1 o'clock, M&T Bank Stadium. Baltimore Game Day Uncensored, brought to you by Rice Murtha Pesaurus. Starts at 10. Brew Brothers Horseshoe Casino. Going to the game, stop by, say hi to us. We'll be there till 1 o'clock. But as the Ravens take on the Lions, some similarities maybe in style of play, but Vinny, are there similarities in the numbers here? Yeah, the Lions, Bob, they're a plus two. And offensively, I think you'd be a little bit – I think people would be surprised. At least I was when I did the stats. I mean, total offense-wise, they're third. Third in the league. 
with 383 yards. And points scored, they're fourth. 28 points a game they average. And in, in the past, they're fourth, 259 yards a game. Pass attempts, they're 15th at 203. Completion percentage, they're right up there. They're fifth, 69.5. Average per completion, third, 8.0. Touchdown, six. You know, I mean, golf's got 11 touchdowns, three interceptions, you know, and that's why they're 24th in interceptions. Sacks, they are 26th. They do not, he does not get sacked a lot. They only have 10. And like I said before, you know, because he's smart and he's not going to take a sack. He's going to throw the ball away. Now, rushing, they're eighth. So they're fourth in the pass and they're eighth in rush at 124 yards a game. Now, this was what was interesting to me was, like, like I said, pass attempts, they're 15th. Rushing attempts, they're fourth. So 187 rush attempts. They want to run the football. You know, they, they run it a lot. And average per rusher, 19th, 4.0, which is not great. Third down conversions, pretty good. Ninth, 42.2. And then in penalties, they're 17th with 36. Now, when you look on the other side of the ball, you know, you got the third-ranked offense. Got the seventh-ranked defense. That's why they're 5-1. and one. You got two top 10s on offense and defense. And that's pretty damn good. They only give up 285 yards a game and points. They're ninth. They give up 18.8. So they're scoring 28, giving up 18. Now, against the pass, 18th, 221 yards a game. Now, attempts, they're 29th. So people throw it a lot against them. They've, they've uh, attempted 232 times. And I'm guessing, Bob, that's because they're number one against the rush, so they're hard, harder to run against. Now, completion percentage, they're seventh, 60.8 completion percentage. Average per completion, seventh, 6.3. So they do play like kind of soft zone. They come up and they're going to tackle you. They're going to give you the short stuff, come up and tackle. Touchdowns, they've given up eight, 17. Interceptions, they're eighth with six. Sacks, like we talked about with Dave from Deport Free Press, they're 16th. They don't. You know, other than Hutchinson, and they're going to move him all over the place. He's going to play left, right. He's going to play over the guards. They're going to move him everywhere. They don't have the elite guy. So they're 16th with 15. Now, rush defense, number one, 64.7. And rush attempts, they're fourth. So people don't run it a lot on them. They run it 119 times against them, thrown at 232. You know, why and, and why? Because they're hard to run against, so you can't run it, you know, so you're going to throw it. And average per rush, Bob, they're number two, 3.3 yards per rush. So they're damn good there. And then you know where else they're real good? On third down, they're fourth, 33.3. And then in penalties, they're ninth with 32. So, I mean, you talk about a team. This is the best team statistically that the Ravens have faced that's a complete team. Offense, defense, you know, third-ranked offense, seventh-ranked defense. So this is going to be a huge challenge for the Ravens. Good news coming out of practice today for the Ravens <clears throat> as Jonas Schaefer is Xing this out. Ronald Darby's back. Dealing with an illness. No Marcus Williams, no Kevon Seymour. So they're both going to be out for this game. But other than that, Vinny, it looks like the Ravens are going to be as close to full health who's always been practicing fully 
as they've been in a while, other than, of course, the IR guys. Yeah. Now, when Bowser's coming back, I don't know. Uh, next year. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I mean, good time to have, I mean, Bob, their biggest game, their toughest game they've had thus far, to have most of your players, you know, back, it's a good time. Jameer Gibbs looks like he's going to roll and probably get a heavy workload. The rookie running back for Detroit. This is Dan Campbell. And Jonas Schaefer, who we talked to a couple hours ago, pointing out the home field advantage for the Ravens here, or is it really? From 2008 to 2019, where the Ravens had made the playoffs and won Super Bowls in that run. They were 20-18 and 18 at home. 20-18 and 18 at home against teams that finished with winning records. Mm. Since 2020, which according to my math is three years ago. Yeah. Five and ten. Really? Yeah. So M&T, not really the home field advantage. I mean, they lost to the Colts for crying out loud a couple of weeks ago with a backup quarterback. Well, almost a month ago, I should say. How many of those games without Lamar? There's probably a few, but yeah, uh, to your point, Bob, I mean, you got to be like 80% at home. You got, you know, home field advantage. You got to count, count for that. And they, for, for the Bob, it's kind of like what, you know, Loxley's been saying, it's not about them. It's about us. And I think you can say the same thing about the Ravens. It's a, it's a, it's not about the lions. It's about, you know, how the Ravens perform. If they don't turn the ball over and play consistently, they're going to win. NFL lunch coming up next. Talking about what's going on in the National Football League. There was a game last night. We'll talk about that. We'll get to picks. If you want to join us, 410-583-1057 is the number. Now's your chance. Your predictions for the game. Ravens three-point favorites against Detroit. Are they in trouble? Because no longer invincible at M&T Bank Stadium are the Purple Birds. So your concern level for this matchup of first-place teams is what? Talk about the baseball playoffs later in the hour as well. Plenty to get to. It's featured artist Friday. It's George uh, George. Here on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.